Mana is muted. <laughs> Not the mute. Mana, you're muted. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh, I just want—I just want to use my phone this week. I'm sorry. I—I I knew I was muted because, you know. Technology is not my friend right now, because as soon as we went live, my computer went crazy. So, <laughs> and when you were talking and introducing your fan, I was still hearing the intro. So Good. that's why I stayed Good. muted until I'm back. But I'm here now. <laughs> Hello, house guests, and welcome to the Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the real and the tea in reality. You can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy. I say something gay. Gay. And I'm very... Thank you. <laughs> you'll, you'll learn. Um, I'm very excited because today I went and got my first pumpkin spice of the season. And yes, it's August. And I understand. I don't want to hear any flack about it whatsoever. But I am drinking the last little bit of it in my cup mug. Yeah. I can't do I can't move it. I'll do it. Cup mug. Cup mug. And you can get yours and plenty of other cup merchandise at lanadecreations.etsy.com. So go check it out. Per. Not Logan taking up half of my intro, but that's all well, I right. use the cup mug, I have to. That's fine. I shouldn't be the only one plugging our cup merch, so I love it. Hello, 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 everybody. Hello, house guests. I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love me some tea per. And if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up. Um, yeah, I am currently and officially just drinking water because you know, <laughs> water is important, hydration is important, and um, yeah, I'm drinking water. Do you have a sponsor for your water today, Lana? I mean, it's really just generic water sponsored by Miss Lucy. Let loose, mm -hmm. <laughs> let loose. period. <laughs> We do indeed have a let loose button. Yes. Not the only button we have here. Well, we have a lot of buttons. And we have another person. <gasps> we do. Like, hello, hello, hello. Mm. I'm away. Well, it's perfect timing, so go for it. Oh, shit. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, hi, everyone. I'm Lewis. I'm a canny laddie. Soon going to be back in Manny. Um, and yeah. I'm fucking delighted with our new HOH. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about it. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, and it's Brooke, Queer College graduate who plays way too much fucking Smash Bros. I'm going to a tournament tomorrow and next Saturday because I have no life. Um, 
And here lately, I have been playing Death's Door on PS4. Game is fantastic. If you have not given it the time of day or don't know about it, go play it. Cute little indie, kind of Metroidvania, but not really. Um, and I am also drinking a generic bottle of water, once again sponsored by Mother Lucy Laduca. Period. I was not prepared. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. And wait, who is this? Who are, are you? you? Like, who is this? Where'd you come from? Like, huh? who, me? Yeah, yeah. who are you? Are you? <laughs> well, some of you should know me. I'm Jacob, and I am new-ish to this scene. I have been friends of Lana and Logan's and many others. I know Lewis and so many others from some days back in 2020 and we are all some still days friends. indeed. Some days. I am so excited to be here um, and it's just been so long since I've gotten to enjoy a season like this and I'm so excited to talk about it and today I'm drinking out of my do not disturb mug because when i'm podcasting i am do yeah. not disturbed please and i am drinking minute made fruit punch work period work yeah. work thank you for having me okay. I, love, I love a little american reference that i won't understand I mean, you don't have Minute Maid. Minute Maid, no. What is that? Oh, well, it's a brand of juice. Brand of juice. Oh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these, look, these, lad, these laddies across the pond, they don't know. <laughs> but we still love them and we still invite them over. So, But we're not here to talk about us or, or Lewis being across the pond. We're talking about Big Brother. And uh, this week, Plans were planned, and plans went according to plans, according to what other people planned, and then they planned some things, and then they planned some more things on top of their plans. Like we talked about this Wednesday and Monday, the flip flop, flippity flip flop, the flip flop, flip flop, flippity flop. Plans, <laughs> plans. It was I, Waffle Tuesday, I it guess. Was waffle Wednesday for us. This has been waffle waffle season. Okay, let, let, let's <sighs> keep it off. Sides? What sides? Alliances? Who are they? People in this house doing whatever they want, aka the most. Okay. There's and you know what? Thing you cannot call this season a big brother, and that is boring. This has been the most dynamic house in age, if maybe ever, honestly. Um, at least mm. since at least since beginning. I won't say ever, but it's been good. It's <laughs> been good. At least. I mean, we're getting alliances moving around all the time. People are constantly shifting allegiances. Like, it's crazy. They are, as of an hour ago, doing that too. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> but yes. So, do we want to talk about the Thursday episode first? We, we, well, we, we have to talk about the Wednesday. We have to talk about the Wednesday episode first. Yeah, we have a Wednesday episode, but yeah, Wednesday happens, and I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. I kind of love the tenacity of Riley. I I was like, she's somebody who probably could have played this game. Um longer if she didn't get put in a situation where I'll say she put herself in a situation where she 
alienated herself from the house. If she would have played a better game and been more fluid and, you know, going through the house, she could have been a real, real, real contender in this house because this girl fought, 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 fought for her position. And like, for real, I was like, I am not mad at it. I'd love to see a fight. I hate to see when people give up. Like, I know it's me. The writing's on the wall. I'm done. It ain't over to Julie Chen say you have been evicted from the house. Like, you keep mm -hmm. fighting until you can't fight anymore. And that's what she did. And I was super impressed by that. Because Wednesday's episode, she was like, she kind of saw it coming. And But then they were like, oh, we got... She got three to like maybe turn it around for her and maybe try to fight for her. And then she had a whole army of people literally fighting to keep for her in this game. I was impressed by her. This this episode and Thursday's episode, I was impressed by her. And I wasn't a huge Riley fan, just to be honest, but I was impressed by her. What y'all think? I definitely think Riley was somebody who, in like in the house, had a big old dose of, I don't even call it HOH-itis, more like HOH-panic. Um, mm -hmm. HOH-mania. I think that might be the right Like, frantically going all over the place, making promises to tons of people, dividing the house. Well, I don't want to say prematurely, because the house divides mm -hmm. itself. But, like, she did a, she did the most. And, you know, that <laughs> but when, when it came to the game. But I will say, she was very entertaining. She provided some quality feeds. And that last, like, three or four days after the veto, after the veto ceremony, she impressed me so much because she had managed to convince Sari and Felicia, even for a limited amount of time, to work with her instead of her alliance she was already working with. So, like, mm -hmm. that's impressive to mm -hmm. me. It didn't work out in the end, but I definitely think she's somebody I could see coming back if they do, like, a second chances cast. Um, just, you know, she'd be, she'd be an interesting pick for a second. I would rather have her first I feel like she'll be in the she could be in the conversation, but I, mean, I wouldn't put her at the top of the list. Like she wouldn't be in my top make ten. It to all stars. I mean, but if David, I mean, we did have David Alexander first boot get to all stars. So I'm like, uh, I mean, it's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Not the way uh, that was it. a very unique set of circumstances, though, rooted in I'm going to so say what people. I'm going to say: racism. Right. So right, he did get that at end. I feel like during COVID times, a lot of right. people said no. Um, a lot of people said, I think they reached down to the bottom of their list and got to David before they could get everybody who they wanted a full cast. So. If I remember, that was supposed to be Josh Martinez, and then he tested positive in Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Him and Casey. It was supposed to be Casey, too, and she tested yeah. positive as well. And we got, and we got um, David and Keisha instead. Yeah. yeah. Which I can't believe they didn't put Keisha on the cast. Right. right. Even if she went home first, they're both trade-ups. So I mean, um, on the yeah, on the Riley, yeah, Riley definitely had. Which mind you, Riley had what could have been arguably the easiest reign anyone's had in BB <laughs> history. You've got four yeah. names, just pick two of them. <laughs> um, which is crazy. Um, yeah, um, I am slightly frustrated with one thing in Thursday's episode, which we'll probably get to it. Um, I think we're not getting. I mean, yeah, I don't think the casuals got the full, which the casuals never get the full story, but 
the way they edited particularly that whole veto situation made it a bit like oh that's it (laughs) (laughs) that's all I, I think we should. Is there anything really just to talk? Like, just let's just go to the veto. Yeah, there's nothing else to talk about from that episode. So the veto comp, as we learned about it mm-hmm. on Saturday, everyone right. in the house on feeds was saying, "Oh my gosh, this veto was like not at all. Like, like Matt was not equipped to play this veto whatsoever. Like, there was no way Matt was going to win this competition." And we were we were up in arms, obviously, and we still are. Yeah. Um, and we will be until CBS puts in the proper uh, le- uh, legal um, accommodations for him by the ADA, because that exists for a reason. Um, but so we watch Wednesday's episode, and it's this comp where they have turntables, and you're listening to phrases backwards and you have to like decode them and then find the object in the um in the room that they're in whatever and the first to get through three clues wins now we go to matt matt's like third or fourth to compete and what we saw (laughs) was that he was able to hear things perfectly fine. Again, I'm saying this is the edit. I'm not saying this is what happened. I'm saying this is the edit we received was that he could hear things fine and that the reason he didn't do well in this competition was because he mixed up the first clue. He had the first clue. He knew what it was. He couldn't find it in the room. Yeah. It was Which he didn't realize that the toilet bowl was the piano bowl. Piano, yeah. And he didn't know that and that's what they made us look. That's what they made us think. But then then and then we get to the scores. And I don't know about none of y'all. I thought I missed something. I was like, did my TV just jump? Did the commercial right. come back later than the episode? Because mm-hmm. why are we only seeing the last three scores? For the top the top three Thank scores. You. And I was like, oh, no, no, we didn't miss anything. You just didn't want us to see that it took Matt 30 minutes to do something that took everybody else two minutes and a minute. Uh, they chopped it up to the times were scrambled by the scramble first, and we get to see the top three. It's, excuse me? Since Absolutely. If the times were scrambled by the scramble first, we would have seen three random scores and not the top three <laughs> scores. There you go. Right. Can I... Have we ever in the history of a veto comp only gotten the top three scores? No. 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 I don't think it's ever happened that way. So when no. I was, granted, I'm not like a BB encyclopedia or anything. But I've, I was thinking about it. I was like, the last time I remember like that, everything even remotely like that happening, like they've done times or stuff, it's always been everybody. And because they, it, they make a note to be like, if someone times out, they're like, oh no. Jacob timed out. Darn. Like, they always mm-hmm. make it a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen it a lot, especially with, like, BB Comics. It usually is when people will time out on a video comp. But I, I don't think... We know why they didn't show the, all the times. Yeah. We know. And we also know, and we talked about it on the Wednesday episode, because we had already known what the video was going to be. 
Um, it's baffling to me, I'm assuming to the rest of you, to have any sort of comp that involves hearing when you have a deaf person on the cast. Even if it was a comp he wasn't playing, like if he was an HOH that he had won the week before and he was sitting out, sure, great, whatever. But like, they knew they were casting him for weeks and it's not like they don't have the ability to move these veto comps around or like, I don't know. Take his name out the bag when you know it's going to be a sound comp. Like, we wouldn't have known his name wasn't in the bag or the box with, if you knew the veto comp was going to be a sound yeah. comp. It's, it's like, baffling that they could put themselves into a position where they would potentially have to show themselves, CBS, show mm-hmm. themselves, uh, show a, it might not even be 30 minutes. Those seeds were off for how many hours? So, like, 18 hours. They they don't want to show a time of a deaf person timing out on a competition that is purely, purely audio based. Purely. purely. That's what I'm like. And they put themselves into that position. Let's exactly did that. They didn't. I'm not saying they shouldn't have casted Matt. I think Matt's a great casting uh, mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. So that's a variable. You have the variable of all the competitions you could ever create, and you know they say they take a long time to create. Okay, I understand that. But they also say that you've been casting for how many months? So, like, mm-hmm. it's just look at the overall picture before you are a producer. And I don't know. I would just yeah. love to have the choice for Consent. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah. It, I, I, pure ignorance. I, I think that's all we can put it on. No consideration for the optics of having a hearing-based competition with a deaf player in the cast. I, I think even if he wasn't playing, having an audio competition for any, even if he wasn't there, I think it should have been scrapped. Um, well, it was a yeah. dumb comp. That was so not it was entertaining. Dumb. Yeah, it was That's not fun to watch. But nobody <laughs> wants to watch have, that. They could have easily, instead of an audio-based thing, they could have said, oh, we have the different parts of the clue scattered around in a certain like color tile like a, or right. something right. like that. Go it's like a little mini puzzle. Exactly. Put them together, and that tells you what you're what supposed to do. To do. Right. And you can make it the shape of a record. Like, yep. that is still on brand for the competition. Mm-hmm. So, and I also want to call, I'm not saying you're wrong, Jacob, because I know they've said it before. I want to call bullshit on them saying it takes forever for them to make these comps because we all vividly remember the BB16 Battle of the Block that they made. And then they find out Caleb wasn't going to participate, so they changed it like last minute, so uh, so Frankie could still win. We remember, okay? Like, maybe most times comps take a little bit longer to design. Like, if they have the wall up for the wall comp, they have that's like they have to fix. This is literally three record players and a button that they probably have somebody in the booth pressing the sound effects for. Like, it's not complicated, and. Also, the part that would be really easy to fix because the rest of the comp was fine, like the finding the thing you need to do and like putting the CD in the toilet bowl or whatever, that was all like normal, fine, common BB stuff. But you do note cards all the time. You have written out stuff for the house guests to read constantly. It's kind of like one of those, you're not thinking about the obvious stuff because you're trying so hard to do all the other random stuff that doesn't even matter. Yeah. 
it's, it's, it was weird. But the, the y'all showed yourselves when y'all didn't even put his score up there because we know it. We would have been like, why would it take Matt 15, 20 minutes to do a comp that took Heisem a minute? A minute. We right. know why. And so they that's why they didn't want to show us the scores. But whatever, CBS, we see you. <laughs> we see you. And y'all need to start doing like don't cast people with disabilities if you're not even going to try to accommodate the disability. I ain't saying you gotta make stuff special for them, but you gotta at least make it fair. Right. That's it. Because I me personally, I can't see. My disability is my blindness. And I'm like, if I went in the house, I wouldn't tell you to change up all your um your games to accommodate me because I need to figure out how to get through socially if I can't win competitions. But to put up, we're going to put on a screen on the Jumbotron and you have to find where's Waldo on this. Really? That's that. That's why would you cast me if we go have 15 competitions while I got to look for Waldo? Why mm. would you do that to me? So yeah. now you really making me look like a fool. And that's what I feel like they were trying to do with Matt. And I just, I didn't like it. It, it, it was gross. But. What will was say? Um, it was Hysam, Riley, Cameron, America, and Blue. Yes. Yeah. And um, Matt, obviously. Yeah. Uh, this is a separate thing. And I'll, we'll, we'll spin back to the other thing. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're not getting live comps because that, that allows time for them to... Uh, explain, explain, and accommodate. See if their competitions accommodate, and try and get the accommodations with Matt before they can. So, if we're not getting live comps, I'm fine with that as long as that's the reason why we're not getting live comps. I think that they... might be. A lot of people are complaining about them not showing HOHs at the end of the eviction episodes. I think that's why. Yeah, is I. It might have something to do with that. I would hope that it would have. I, that's the only reason I'd be happy with that. I mean, uh, I I feel like. We have a whole lot of time from the time they evict the person out the house, they do the interview. Somebody could be out there explaining the competition to Matt while we're out there waiting. Right. Okay, like, fair, we yeah. could yeah, still do a, a live HOH. You just need to be out there explaining the competition to Matt and, or give, you know, because you're explaining to everybody else, just make sure he understands as well. Give him, right. a, give him a paper with the rules on it so he can read it while, while we're explaining it so he can follow along. It's not that hard. It's not that diff- ain't nobody telling you to change up your whole format for this one person. We just say it, make it fair. And you have a lot of time from the commercial, from when they uh, evict the person from the house, they got the interview, they got commercials, they got enough time to explain the competition to Matt and then come back for HOH. The problem is we spend 10 minutes hugging each other goodbye and we ain't got no time <laughs> for the HOH competition because we got to put all the fliff, fluff, fluffy fluff in the episode of a stuff we didn't already knew about because we didn't already seen Wednesday's episode. Put all your fluff in Wednesday's and Sunday's episode. And then Thursday, we get right to the comp- the right to the nomination, the nominations, big, vote them out, do their little interview, and then we can get back and start this competition. That's gonna change this week because we'll we'll talk about it. But yeah, that's gonna change this right. week because um we gotta learn new on that. But what Wednesday's episode. <laughs> This is where I had a problem with this episode. The veto competition is over. Heisem wins the veto. Fine. Heisem chooses not to use his veto. Now, all week after the veto uh, speech on the feeds, 
We were hearing about this speech. The speech that turned everybody against Heiser. This speech, he was, oh my God, Heiser. Heiser, how could he? He is power hungry. He is insane. He's a madman, this Heiser. And we're like, oh man, what is this speech? This what is Heiser's right? I mean, like. Like, did he give, call? Give me Wednesday's episode. I need to see the speech. Well, I'm like, did he say something about her mama? Did he say she? <laughs> did he, what did he say? What did, did he, he call her ugly? Did he, did he call her? You, are, you stink, nasty, wannabe, be, like, fall, like, he called her mama a hoe. What did you do? What did he say? Because I was ready for the, whatever this speech was going to be because Heisman was the devil after this speech. Mm -hmm. Nobody liked him. He's gone too far. He shouldn't have said what he said to Riley. And then here comes the speech. And it's like, Riley, you said my name. And I had to put you up. And you are my target. I will not be and using I the hope that everyone and, votes. I, everyone votes to kick you out. And he walks away. And I'm like, what? And I'm confused what? because apparently it went on for like five, six minutes. Five Someone said that. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah. They down. I mean, yeah. that's the way I'm looking at it. I don't, I'm in a I mean, world, right? Where Sari Fields says this speech was too much. She is like a reality veteran at this point. She's been on one veteran shows at this point in her life. He like, was on a season with Russell Hands. <laughs> <laughs> right. She's seen things like this before, right? Her show on any show. When she says it's too much, I don't think she would blow that out of proportion. And then when we see it, it was kind of like one of those, oh, okay. Well, that's like a normal veto speech. Or like right. or maybe a harsher, maybe slightly harsher than normal. It was not harsh at all. He just more. said what he said. Like you, he just stated facts. Well, what we saw, the facts yeah. were stated. You said my name. Mm -hmm. I come. I'm targeting you, and I want the house to vote you out. So I'm like, where's the harshness in that? Maybe harsh wasn't the right. Maybe blunt. It was a little bit more to the point. Maybe a little bit more direct. Because a lot of the time, when we get videos, people kind of like dance around it. The stuff everybody knows is going on, but it really did feel like, yeah. This was edited. We we were just missing some more of the context of what happened. Um, now, if it wasn't edited and that was the whole speech, then everybody in that house is willing out of abortion. But but we saw several people. We saw several people say that it was a it was a long speech. Mm -hmm. We had several people on feeds say that it was a long speech. Mm -hmm. What we saw was edited. There's no way. There's no way around it. Yeah, but. Jacob, what you thinking? Because I feel like we, we've been talking way too much over you. Yes. <laughs> oh, stop! I'm just I love being here. Um, what do I think? I think a few things, but mostly, I, I would hope you would think a few things, darling. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> how I don't know this show. I saw a tweet about it. It's always been a friendly and family show. Whatever. I get that. I mean, really not back in the old days, but. It, yes, I get it. It's supposed to be for everybody to watch on, you know, nighttime television. But the way that they treat their adult viewers, like we are children, 
is so embarrassing to the point where I have friends that I have tried getting to watch this show and they look at me like I'm crazy when they see people getting kicked in the ass, getting kicked in the butt. And in the first competition, it was just embarrassing, embarrassing. And I'm like, are we being humiliated? Like, I don't understand. Like, let's just like, let the show be the show. It is perfect in nature the way it is. Let it be. And I just feel like lately I'm losing the sense of, the sense of like, I don't know, the element of surprise that I enjoyed as a live or a live viewer, but watching the episode still, the episodes give me nothing. Just speculation at this point that they are, not showing us too much and that things are not what we think. And that's yeah. not what I should be getting. Yeah. I agree. So Thursday's episode with yeah. Julie in a live audience. That was iconic. The shot of her just oh, yeah. in, in the audience. I was like, she looks oh, stunning. Yes. I loved her outfit yesterday. It reminded me of like the way it used to look before the redesign. I miss, like, I miss those like, old sets. I miss those old sets where the audience encompassed the studio. Mm-hmm. Like bring give it give us that back. That that was cute. I do love I do love this new set though. It's beautiful. It, there's something there's something so modern and sleek about it right. that I just I, I Did you see those audience chairs? They were like thrown. Oh my god. They yeah. were like so I think cute. They were like, I'm really six hours away. You want to give him the IP section? (laughs) (laughs) Like, maybe Um, I need to go to a live eviction. But, okay. Thursday's episode, in, in a, in like, to sum it up, is what is Sari doing? (laughs) Like, honestly, it's like Sari and Felicia are just flip flop flip flop flip flop the one minute they're like oh no we want to keep riley because we think riley's going to be good for our game and the next minute we're like no riley's the devil they didn't say that but that's basically like they're like riley's not good for anybody and it ultimately comes down to riley is better for Sari and felicia but at the moment for the professors which ain't really a thing anymore kind of we'll talk about it um but for the professors Riley is not good for that group as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, and there were multiple attempts to flip the vote up until apparently an hour prior. It was literally five, someone said. 10 minutes. Ten minutes before the thing is when uh, Izzy went up to Jag and said, "Look, it's not happening," and that's why the vote went the way it did, and it wasn't nine to three like we all thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Riley said on an interview at a post interview that it was ten minutes before, and that she once she was like, "It's not happening," she told the rest of her alliance, "Don't stick your neck out for me. Play your game. Just vote me out." Um, because it just wasn't happening. They, but she said she was going at a 10 minutes before live eviction. And I'm like, that's insane. But Which confuses that. me. Because, like, the, the the day of, they were blindsiding her into believing she was staying. <laughs> so... And they, I, I know they... for a fact, the thing that I saw that was on the feeds today, because Izzy was talking, I think, to Corey, right? 
And Izzy said that she told Jag right before the eviction episode, the episode started, that there was not, there weren't enough votes, and they should probably just quit now because it, nothing's going to change. And yeah. that's why they didn't. That's why. Right. That's what Jag right. and the rest of. I don't. I don't know if that, they knew before that either. Yeah, but like, Jag was going. Jag was still going around the house. This is why Jag is in the position Jag is in right now because Jag was still going around the house telling folks it was up to Felicia and Sari. Like Felicia and Sari were the ones deciding if the flip was going to happen. And Felicia and Sari were like, absolutely not. It's not up to us. It's up to the rest of the house. We're just two votes. And Jag was up until right before the eviction was saying, it's up to Felicia and Sari. And that pissed off Felicia and Sari. And then that's when they were like, it's not happening. And that's when Izzy told Jag, it's not happening because he was still saying that it could happen. And that's that's a gag because that's what, what's going on. And that's where why Jag is in the position he is in right now because, um, yeah, he didn't know how to just stop when to stop. And that is also something, I mean, I like Riley. I, I feel like if I was in the house, I probably would still think she was a lovely person. But when you come into a game for 750K, why are we fighting so hard for somebody that's not you? I mean, up until 10 minutes before the show, why are we fighting for somebody that's not you? And when the other half is like, it's, it's, it's not happening. We, we, It's not good for us. It's not happening. You sticking your neck out. I, unless, mm, unless you're Sari and Jared Fields, honestly. That's kind I of mean, the only situation mm. in this house where I would be like, I and even then, like, even then, I feel like Sari, if Sari knew it's Jared was going, yeah. It's three. If three. Because Jared, I would not stick my neck out for. Absolutely not. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair though, and in this house though, right? Where everybody has been in full dre mode and flip-flopping on the table, like all the time, right? We need to we do need to acknowledge that I can understand the perspective of well, they've told me they were gonna do four. Why what what has changed in the past little bit? And if I can figure it out, then maybe we can flip the vote back. But at the same time, you're still losing somebody from your alliance. And honestly, I think it really damaged the relationship with Cameron, who is definitely somebody who could win an HOH, possibly. I'm not saying he yeah. has or will even make it to another week to do that. We don't know. But Cameron is definitely somebody that could win an HOH. And him, you know, now probably has a sour, sour taste in his mouth with Blue, Jag, and Matt. Or at least Blue and Jag. Because Matt, as far as we can understand, was kind of playing it up like, I like her a lot. I really care about her, unless from like a game perspective. Girl. But like the other two, yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> girl. Mm, okay, well, let's get through this because I got to get to the lappies part. Because girl, okay. <laughs> so Riley got the big old big brother boot out the door <laughs> by a unanimous vote. Riley was gone. Which yeah, so I wish there was one or two. I guys. wish it was like, at least. Yeah, I'm surprised um, Matt didn't even give her a sympathy vote. But like, exactly. I mean, I think the whole and I would have understood if Matt had. Right, if he would have, nobody would have cared. Nobody been like, oh no, Matt, how right. dare you? It doesn't ah, make ah. him a target. I don't. No, I, it doesn't put him. It, it come on. 
coverage. Especially with who won HOH this week. Like, he would have been fine. Tyson was like, whoever votes against who I want is the next target. Right, that absolutely not. He's, he's not. he's not singing in that HOA room next week. You don't. Right. Right. You have no power next week, <laughs> sir. Got no power. And that's why I'm like, that why are y'all listening so to Heisem? Like, I'm like, y'all listening to Heisem? Like, why? His power is oh, over, wow. and he has no power next week. Like, right. why are we listening to him that's with his meant, with his yeah, empty Monday afternoon, his power is done. Done. Right. I would That's care nothing about what he says to me. Like, I will play up the power trip for you for the first three days, but baby, once that not veto ceremony is over and not, you ain't got no power or no need. Mm-hmm. You ain't got no power or no need, Just honey. enjoy your bed. Just enjoy the room. Yeah. I think that's a really big difference between like old school Big Brother and new school Big Brother because old school Big Brother, and like Janelle talked about it on All Stars, um, to both Janelle and All Stars, to be clear, um, that, you know, you have people back in the day, they didn't listen to the HOH. They did whatever they wanted after the nominations were over because guess what? The HOH can't do anything about it. And, I, you know, like, hey, guess what? Wishes. Does anyone remember that Riley was HOH in week one? What did she do about this this week? Nothing. What could Nothing. she do about it? Nothing. She went home. She went home. That's what she could do this week. That's what she could do this week. Go home. Because you have no power or no deed after Monday. Monday comes, mm-hmm. we get the final noms. Baby, yeah. I'm done listening to you. And then we exactly. come together and we make our decision because I have nothing to say to you. You can't threaten me because what are you going to do? You can't play in the next HOH, so you have no power. That's why I was just like, I, I just find the whole, we have to honor the HOH just for, baby, for what? It pisses me off. It really pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> for what? What are we doing that for? What but, I will say... Mm-hmm. On the topic of Riley, and then we'll close out the, the Riley chapter. Knowing that she's a super fan and as a super fan myself, I wish she had been able to play a little bit more. But I was genuinely impressed with the way that she played this week. And a couple of the days of her HOH I thought were played decently. So, you know, she's just the classic example of playing a little, like, playing a little too hard too fast and not knowing what to do right. with the power that she had in that first week. Um, but I do think she is a good competitor. She seems like a lovely individual outside of the house, whatever. She, she want a balance beam. I'm not gonna say her competitive nature is so great. She want a balance beam, baby. I'm sorry. Yeah. I could have won a balance beam. I wouldn't I mean, go far. <laughs> I mean, and I'm a horrible competitor. It's from a pop perspective, whatever. We, she won a balance beam comp, cool. But, like, from a gameplay perspective, that last, like, three or four days, if she was like that the entire time she was in the house, like, I think maybe it finally clicked with her at the end and what, what she needed to do, and it was just a little too little too late. Um, which I hate when that happens, but it does happen. And, you know, you don't get a second chance in Big Brother, you know, most of the time. When you're out, you're gone. you got to try to keep that level of time. I think she just overthought her own HOH because, like we said, she had the Uh easiest HOH to do. The nominations were given to you. You didn't even have to nominate anybody. You had to save people. So you could have got people on your side by saving them. But she got her own self paranoid and was talking too much to everybody. She was just overthinking everything and got in that room and closed herself in where she did not make the connections and were not fluid with people when she should have been able to be like, look, I saved you, play in the veto. Y'all stay in the veto, y'all win or lose, it's great or nah. 
you know, you, you win, good. You don't, right. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I, I can do the best I can. And then she was so l- blinded by the, she was so blinded by the Kirsten of it all that she didn't realize that Kirsten could have been a number for her right. and could have been somebody who would have been loyal to her. And then we wouldn't even be in this situation right now where mm-hmm. she wouldn't even been in this situation because she would have had the numbers on her side, but she did not even have the numbers on her side because she let numbers go because she was so blinded by, well, the house wants, what do you want? You're the HOH. This is the moment in time when you do what you want. Just like we say, right. you don't have to listen to the HOH once the power is gone. As the HOH, you don't have to do what the house wants. Why do I need to do the house's dirty work? I need to do what's best for me. And what's best for me is if she would have stayed, I would have had a person loyal, numbers on my side. And I'm sorry, Felicia would have been gone. Now, I would have hated that because. Yeah, I was going to say no. I would have hated that because I want Felicia. But that would have been better for Riley Mm -hmm. had she Mm -hmm. let uh, Kristen stay and Felicia go. But But, you know. It is what it is. They just couldn't cancel the eviction. They couldn't cancel the eviction. You know, whatever. But we got to jump into the live piece because this is what I wanted to talk about today. This is what I wanted to talk about because today of all days of today of today. But if you don't want spoilers, by the way, if you don't want spoilers, if you don't want to be spoiled on live feeds, this is where you need to exit stage left. But you should subscribe before you go. Don't leave without hitting that subscription Casuals. Button. <laughs> Please don't insult the casuals on this podcast Please. because we love the casuals here. Lewis, yes, we, we do. Um, yeah. We do. Because we want them to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit that button on your way out. And um, we we will love to. We'll Does see you back on the casuals. I love those. Ca- yeah, casuals <laughs> subscribe. Yeah, we'll see you back Bye. on Monday. We'll see you back on Monday because we'll be back. So subscribe and then do all the things. Follow things. But this is our live stream schedule, by the way. Yeah, by the way, our so live schedule Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6, 3, 6. Buy the cut merch, lanagiescreations.com. Okay, period. Follow us on the cut pod on all of our socials, period. All right. Okay, we're giving you three, two, one. Follow <laughs> We got a new HOH people. Felicia Cannon, my mother. <laughs> so is before we get to any of the game. Felicia Washington Cannon. Felicia Washington Cannon. Before we get to any damn it, I just got that. Um, before we get to any of like how it's gonna look for the game and like what this could change for the game this week, for the record, because Ethan Amel just put out a video on this two days ago, so I, I was eagerly waiting to see who won this HOH. The third HOH, historically, is an incredible HOH to win. Five people have won the game after winning the third HOH. Only two people have ever won the third HOH and not made it to the jury. Um, and both of those were, like, older seasons. Um, a lot of the people that have won the third HOH are, like, legendary Big Brother players. We're talking about people like Vanessa, people like Derek, uh, tons of, like, Elite, like Xavier won the third HOH. Lots of like incredible names have won that third HOH. So it's looking up for Miss Felicia. That's all I gotta say about I that. I mean, 
And it is book saying they're not a BB encyclopedia. <laughs> I mean, if we go really talk about something, if we go just bring it back to people who might not watch the older season, just last season, what happened on week three HOH winner when Turner won and we got the leftover forming on that week right. and we got our girl Taylor Hale out of the pits of darkness into the beautiful light and she stayed there to shine? I'm just saying... Third week HOH is kind of iconic. And this one, I don't think will do us wrong because I think Miss Felicia is already iconic. And she's now the oldest woman to win HOH. She Mm -hmm. is the second oldest house guest to Mm -hmm. win HOH. Yep. Um, That's Gary from Big Brother 10. (laughs) Sure, to that man. No, not to that man. Absolutely not to that. Look, man. I said no. sure to that man. You know what my sure I means, know baby. You know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say you know what the sure to that man means. No. Um, no, but, sorry. Next, but, but I will say I'm very happy that the house is now seasoned. <laughs> there are uh, seasonings in the Big Brother house. Not you Thank taking you, my line. Uh, I'm not, saying, not you taking my line. Really, Logan? Actually, I, I took Lewis's because Lewis's tagline. I had it in my banner. I said Lewis even got here. Let's say I, I feel meant for the casuals who saw my banner and thought. I'm about to say, Logan, you know I said that off off camera. Uh, I said that as soon as I got into the feed. Seasoning retweeted the video. Lowry's. Lowry's. They tweeted out and it was like, that's our favorite HOH. Yep. You know, we love it. I was like, yes, get that, get that Taylor Hale. Get brand. Brand. It's a brand, brand. deal. Okay. It's um, a brand deal, Lowry's. Because all I'm saying is, y'all knew, y'all been new when y'all done let us in this house that we needed some seasonings up in this house and y'all was depriving Miss Felicia. Of her mm-hmm. Lowry seasoning salt, her accent seasoning, her garlic powder, her garlic onion powder, powder, powder not I salt. Don't give us garlic salt. What we do with garlic salt? What y'all doing with garlic salt? They kept it. They kept it backstage that whole time. Maybe, like, okay, <laughs> maybe when she wins H O H, which is ridiculous. It ridiculous. took it took her asking several times just to get real butter in the house. She was like, <laughs> can we get real butter in this house? What if y'all do with this? I hope she gets butter all week. I hope there is real butter every single day. Oh, I hope that food. there is real butter for those eggs that they're cooking because they are making eggs every single damn... I have not seen a house go through this many eggs in all, like two weeks and like a couple of days ever. That would be um, me. That would be me. If I was in Brooklyn I mean, House, I mean eggs and I'd be eating cereal. Like cereal all the time. Yeah. I'd be like, I would literally go immediately to the kitchen. I'm like, okay, what seasoning? Okay. Hey, Mr. B, uh, I need some seasoning. Right. They're calling it Mr. B. I love it. I kind of live for the Mr. B. I was I was seriously walking to that house. Go into the storage room, look at all the seasonings. Like, okay, y'all, we need some lot. We need Pull some seasoning salt. Pull a mm-hmm. mimi. We need some seasoning salt. We need some. We need some garlic powder and some onion powder, and we need we like need I'm going. We need some slap your mama. We need some um some uh we need some um uh, adobo adobo sauce. Adobo? We need we need all that. We need some adobo. I need. Come on now, like, some tahini. 
Like, what y'all giving um, them salt, pepper, and some garlic salt for? That's just that's disrespectful. Not. It's disrespectful <laughs> to anybody who cooks. Like, anybody. put them all on slop at that point. Like, what right. are you doing? Right. <laughs> Production needs to be on slop. Yeah. I mean, who eating chicken? They give them all that chicken and beef, which you ain't giving them no seasoning salt. I will say, shout out to the house guests this year for actually cooking the fish because that's, when you have house guests and they're that a little bit wiser and have mm-hmm. a little bit more years to them, they know that food needs to be cooked and it can't just sit in the bottom of the freezer until why it does the storage room smell so bad? So bad. <laughs> in here. Every year. year Every year. And that's why you cast older house guests. Right, exactly. And me, I mean, it's not which is expensive. If they had cast me this season, trust and believe, I would take like at least four hours of every single day making sure that the kitchen is taken care of. I wouldn't be doing the dishes because I would be doing the cooking. Did we, However, listen, comma, that's what Felicia I'm, said. And then five minutes later, she cooking. Nope, I know. Like, Felicia needs to stop. She needs to stop. This week, she better stop. They better be cooking for her this week. Right. That's all I'm saying. I think she she was either having conversations in the HOH this morning or she, like, slept in or something. Mm -hmm. And they had already made eggs for her. And it was a beautiful moment. I got to actually watch feeds today for the first time. Oh, my God. Did we catch uh, the competition tease? Yes. Yes. So we know it has something to do with Slime, snot, noses. My first, my first thought was the the uh, the longest word. Here's my his. Okay. I was just because there was because there was like so many obstacles, and I thought it was slightly slanted. I thought it was like a ball rolling competition where if it ends, because Felicia said I got a fifty three and Red got fifty. And then she oh. said, "Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think they were like." Then she got a sixty-two, and oh, the, like, yeah, yeah, because the the top three apparently was Felicia, Izzy, and Jared. So either way, it would have went. We would have still been eating this week with the, right. with the choices. But those were supposed to have been the top three was Felicia, Izzy, and Jared. Oh, wow. So I'm thinking it was a bowl roll kind of thing, and maybe it could we go in. Play that on Wednesdays, like it could be the crapshoot HOA. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. And I'm like, Felicia could win, and, and guess it was. What? I mean, and, we are. and then we know that the first people who got the lowest scores got the have not. So that was Matt and 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 um, yeah. America and, and Red. So yeah, yeah. you were saying, John? Historically, the spelling comp is usually a veto comp. That's what I said. Yeah. Bring that yeah. back, by the way. They really need to bring that back because I love that comp. Speaking of bringing back, we'll talk about it. Oh, we'll about it. Thursday. No, because oh, this is the end of Thursday's episode. This is the end of Thursday's episode. We ended Thursday's episode with the announcement of all announcements, people. I put a banner in there, Logan. Pull it up because it's made another one with exclamation points. Yeah, I did. It's in there. It was in there. Pressure cooker is back, baby. We have been asking. I can't believe they listened. I cannot believe they listened. We've only been asking for pressure cooker for like twenty years. Felicia got her. We got our pressure cooker. Come on now. It's a good week. I mean, okay, can, can we just say though, Felicia competing in pressure cooker would have been delightful. It would have been. <laughs> I mean, that was a sad part. I was like, ah, oh, Felicia won't be. But you know she what? Mama don't need to participate but in like, pressure cooker. It also means that Felicia's not going through torture, and I don't mind Felicia yep. being 
Stand on the sidelines and right. cheer them on. Cheer them on. Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're cold. But y'all know, right. y'all know who is competing in pressure cooker. Sarifi. Okay, with her son, which is just crazy. I pray that the fans give this as much love as they have done in the past for other they've done like this, and that this becomes a season standard. Because Pressure Cooker, Pressure Cooker itself, as a comp, is brilliant. And they've only, correct me if I'm wrong, they only did it the one time. So, like, right. this is a comp that they could do every it's year. It's just a simple concept. It. Yeah. yeah, if so you want it that bad, you get it. Such a simple concept, exactly. Like, you don't need to overcomplicate it. There's no fucking piano, toilet, bowl, shit, whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just literally just holding a button for as long as you can. But, but um, this is the thing I'm scared of. Because Julie mentioned mm-hmm. there was a twist in the scary verse during Pressure Cooker. And I'm like, if you bring back Pressure Cooker after 20 years of us asking for it and then you screw it up with some stupid twist i'm gonna be pissed off i really yeah, hope she means to not piss it up i i don't think i'm not looking into it too much i think it could just be you know the boxes in the middle maybe one of them has like live spiders that crawl around and i was I hoping know. the same put them in a dark room you know like right. you know they can't see each other could you I imagine don't know. pressure cooker meets black box I- exactly <gasps> imagine oh, that's that's Fantasy, and then, like, a snake comes out of the box. Like, come oh. on. Oh. Even Give if it's a... not a real snake, because it's dark. They can't see if it's real or not. Give All us jump exactly. Just Give freak them out. Freak out. Yeah. I just, ugh. it's just so crazy to me. I, I, I hope they don't screw it up. I hope we get a good pressure cooker that we've been waiting for. Well, yeah, fingers crossed, because that's all I can do is just hope for the best. But, mm-hmm. yeah. But Felicia... Went in HOH, getting this whole thing, and then I, I it's, it's it's been Felicia been talking all morning on the feeds. By the way, she been she ain't had time to do nothing but talk to everybody all day. She got to the point where she couldn't even remember who she talked to. She was like, "Did I talk to everybody? Because I don't want to have second conversations with the same people until I talk to everybody at least once." And Mimi was like, "I think I'm the last one." She was like, "Damn." Oh, I sure did. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm tired. She's like, I need to get some tea. Let me go out the room for a minute and relax. But yeah, I, I, I'm I'm loving Felicia's HOH already right now because the feeds, she's just been, she just literally like asking people what their game is and they just Mom tell her. She, they just tell her. She's always been that straightforward. <laughs> Since she's been there. And also, Coming out of last week, where we were because ta- we, we talked about it on Wednesday on the Wednesday episode, we said, "Yeah, we don't really know who." Like, we, we listed off a couple people whose game it would have been good for to win. We said Felicia winning this HOA was probably good for her game, and I think it's really going to help her solidify a lot of those alliances because mm-hmm. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people think of her and Suri as a duo. So this is going to give her an opportunity to like separate her a little. I'm not saying she should like leave Suri, right. but like just establish her own thing. To give herself like an individual game that the rest mm-hmm. of the house outside of Suri. Because yep. you know, if the final two is somehow Suri and Felicia, there is no way that that house is going to vote for Felicia over Suri as of right now. Which, you know, so like yeah. give, give her the opportunity to do something and like change that perspective 
is a huge thing for her. And also, the people she the people she is targeting this week. I mean, we're eating. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. When when she was like, and this is the crazy part about it, because this is so Felicia has her mind, her own mind. She has thoughts. She has her own thoughts and and plans. What she does, but the fact that the matter of her plans is so aligned already with what Felicia and Izzy was going to come and propose to her anyway. Like they had the idea that they came up with their whole plan once Felicia was in the DR and they were like, this is what we need to do. This is how we need to do it. When they got up to Felicia, she was like, okay, so this is what I want to do. And they were like, we got plans. And she was like, okay, let me hear y'all plans because I think I know what I want. And when she when they said, we want to go put Cameron up next to Jag and mm-hmm. then we backdoor heist them if one of them comes down from the veto. And Felicia was like, that was what I wanted to, it was like, they were already so in sync and they aligned. I was like, this is great. I love the, I love their little trio. I love their thing. And so this is what she wanted. She was like, that's my plan. And she's been telling mostly everybody that she wants to backdoor Heisman, except Heisman, of course, and not Red. She did not tell Red that she wanted to backdoor Heisman because she don't know if Red will keep it to himself. And she told Cameron that if Jag pulls himself down, he'll chill backdoor Heisman. If Jag is still up there and it's him and Jag at the end of the week, Jag will go home. But she's also telling Jag if the two of y'all up there at the end of the week, Cameron will go home which they kind of want Cameron to go home. Cameron is the backup plan, obviously. And mm-hmm. after this new stuff that just happened, look, mm-hmm. you know, that's exactly where I'm headed. So go ahead. I want to say before I talk about that alliance, there's one conversation that Felicia had that I think is going to be really beneficial for both of their games moving forward. And it's a relationship she made very early on that now they're able to work on because she's HOH. And that's her relationship with America. Her conversation mm-hmm. with America this morning, I felt was very genuine on both of their sides. We're not going to know that to be 100% sure until we see DRs from both of them about it, if we do. Um, <laughs> but they had a really lovely conversation. They were talking about how, you know, they clicked immediately night one, night two, um, and like wanted to work together. And Felicia was very straightforward and honest, being like, my target is Heisen. We're trying to backdoor him. This is what's happening. In the meantime, you're good. Don't worry. And I like that conversation. Um, I, I, I think that would be a very unlikely duo that I think could do interesting things mm-hmm. moving forward. I, I personally would like to see it because America is starting to impress me. Mm-hmm. I, I should like it so under the radar but doing what she needs to do and she's playing right now a classic floater game and i love a true floater game where you're good with everyone but making sure you're not going to be the one on the block um so i think that's a really i think that could be a beneficial relationship for felicia to have outside of what is now forming because essentially with felicia trying to backdoor high thumb the professors are done it's more, it's more bye-bye bitches at this point. It's, they're not yeah, concerned about more, professors. It's more bye-bye bitches. And even then, like, Mimi is really on the outside of that, which is yeah, which is that's... interesting. I don't I don't get that move. I'm I intrigued by it. even Bowie. They're kind of they're kind of mm-hmm. not ostracizing, but Bowie and Mimi are kind of just like this outer circle that mm-hmm. like 
they'll pull in when they need it. Maybe they won't. And so I want both of those ladies to start doing a little bit more. But we have an alliance that was proposed today. Uh, Felicia and Sari had a conversation about it. And that's why I know it's, that's why we know it's real, or at least they're considering it. So the alliance idea is Felicia, Sari, Izzy, Jared, Matt, Jag, and Blue. Yeah. So basically, right people that she had was the people that they that they thought they could flip to make the vote flip. Plus Fields and Co. As I'm calling. Them. Yeah. I'm just gonna call four of them. Right. Fields and Co. Basically, it's Felicia, Felicia Washington Cannon Fields at this point. Right. <laughs> so mm -hmm. you. So here, right? You start with the Mimi and Bowie stuff, right? It almost feels, not even almost feels like, it's basically at this point, Felicia, Suri, and Izzy are the center of the Big Brother universe, right? And then everybody else is just the onion layers wrapped around them. <laughs> um, it is kind of one of those things that, like, they are so well insulated that if people connect the dots, they could be in some serious trouble. But also, it doesn't seem like people are wanting to try and connect the dots as of yet. So I think as, I mean, obviously they're good this week. I mean, we don't know how it's going to look, you know, four or five weeks from now when that sort of thing is going to start mattering. But I do worry for Mimi's position in the game because outside of that group, she doesn't really have, like, I mean, she has her alliances with Corey and America, but those are only kind of final twos. They're not even really final twos. It's more just like, look out for each other, share info kind of things. Mimi's well informed but i don't think she's well protected i think that is mm -hmm. going to be something where maybe like a week or two from now if people are like oh my target won the veto i guess i can put up mimi as a backdoor because whatever you know i could see her going out week five week six i don't think she should i think it's unlikely but i could definitely see it happening mimi needs to win pressure cooker i mean honestly and she needs to win this next uh, hoh so she can get back in the fold with people because she or, needs to or get Bowie. or uh, well just need to get back in or Bowie yeah Mimi or Bowie they need to get back into the fold because right now like you said they're so on the outside that they need to get show them that yes we can win some things yes we will have some power and y'all need to come over to us now we went to you now you need to come over to us and so I think it's it's Mimi or Bowie needs to win if they want to solidify themselves, make sure the bye-bye bitches are still what they are. Because we don't even know anymore if they're still what they are. And even the brown sugar babes, we don't even know. That's just Felicia, Jared, and Sari at this point because Sari and Mimi have apparently had some kind of falling out. And Izzy is very, I feel like Izzy is doing the most to make sure that anybody who has any connections with Sari, if they fall out, she go make sure they stay falling out because she's doing that. She's doing that. I saw, um, I was talking to Mimi and she wouldn't even answer my questions. And so, and Jacob. seeing like in Mimi's eyes, maybe like seeing uh, Izzy so connected with Sari and with Felicia might be a little off-putting for her. Like, I want to be so in. But she's just not. It's just how the cards fell. It's because she didn't know 
who her daughter or who her son was. You know, it, that's what it came down to, really. Right. And I, that might play into it because I think Izzy, just her presence and the way that she inserts herself into a dynamics can just be a lot, especially from somebody who like Mimi, who is blunt, but a little bit more quiet about it at the same time. She's not she's not inserting herself. Right. Yet. Um. Another thing too, Izzy's gameplay has kind of this. This would be such a weird comparison at first, but it kind of reminds me a little bit of like watching Jill from Dance Moms play Big Brother, in that like she wants to get herself to the top, right? True. And she is going Facts, to like slither her way through any tiny little crack for her and my little Big Brother game to make it up that ladder. That's, and that's a good comparison. It's literally just Jill from Dance Moms playing Big Brother. Gag. <laughs> Gag. That's very true. I can, that's, that's, that is that's, the single best comparison you've ever done. I think ever you've ever done. Like, really that's good. the best you've ever done on this whole entire Whoa. project. It's like, wow. Because I can totally see that because I'm like, Jill tweet from Dance Moms. Right, tweet that one out because Jill from Dance Mom playing Big Brother is exactly what Izzy is doing. She is inserting herself in everything and she's willing to do and say whatever she can to stay in Ceree's good graces but I'm like you don't even have to try that hard Izzy don't even realize she don't have to try that hard because she's holding this secret all she got to do is still just be there but she's trying so hard to just mm, 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 her uh, way up this ladder it's crazy Jill. just like Jill. literally literally uh, to interject very quickly, feeds are back. Nomination Ooh. ceremony has happened. Yep. We do have our nominees, and they are indeed Jag and Cameron. Also, really quick, Jag just said to Blue, I guess Blue was asking Jag, like, did you know you're going to be on the block? Did, did you have a feeling? And he said, I walked in there being told I'm on the block, and then I walked out in a seven-person alliance. So now that—they're—they're <laughs> they're making it a thing, and this is just again. Oh my be, I, this is gonna be, I, don't, care. So I don't think crazy. this is going to fare over the way that Felicia and Sari think it is. No, I don't think this is going to work out very well because this is the thing. Sari don't like blue. Sari don't I like know. blue. How we in the how am I in alliance with somebody I just don't like? She wants Jared away from blue. But we get an alliance with him. Jared wants look, everybody I want wants I want Blue Jared away from Blue wants away from Blue. Jared is an F boy. I am so sorry. He is I'm like okay. red flags extraordinaire. Like if red flag was a person, it'd be Jared. He is how dare you ask this woman what her body like, count is? Like how like could you imagine her face if she found out what he is doing? She like, when she comes out of this house, she need to give him a whooping. I'm sorry, he need to get a whooping <laughs> when he get out of this house. She need to take her belt off and give him a whooping when she see these feeds of this man asking this woman for her body count and saying, "I don't want no woman with a body count." <sighs> but you don't care. I'm very happy with the way Blue handled it. I will say, yeah. Me too. yes. I, when mm -hmm. that was thrown at her, I would I would have just been like, "What?" And then you got the nerve to be on Beyonce's internet talking about you don't like Beyonce. Are you mad, man? <laughs> talking about Beyonce don't write her own stuff and don't. Are you mad, man? You're mad. You're <laughs> insane, crazy. Like Beyonce, 
he does not like Beyonce. He said Beyonce, Beyonce knows Carter is underrated, uh, overrated, and does not write her own songs. I'm like, right. baby, baby. Justin, just take the L. Take the L. He, he, he is the L. It's... He is the L. Oh, my Jared God. L. Like, Jared L. Fields. Like, that's who you are. How dare <laughs> I'm gonna, you? I'm gonna How be, dare you? He, I'm going to be oh, really honest, horrible. though. Today I can't. I just can't. But... Today on these feeds, the outfit he's wearing, I'm like, oh no. Oh, um, he did look good on the eviction last night. He looked great. His outfit was, was, was the best he's looked. Today. How how do we how do we feel about Heisen as a backdoor target? Great. I'm not mad at it because he did. Uh, what he, I'm, listen, I'm, into, I'm back and forth on it. I'm back and forth. I'm back on and it. forth. I kind of want to be thing. messy. I, I don't know. What if you won or like what? If, I want. I want a mess. I want a messy season. I want, I'm always gonna re- I want a messy I season, know. but like, is it smart? It could be. Well, it now we know be. someone in, someone in the other than Heisem has won a competition. Yeah, Therefore, second, second, first, 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 first. Right. right, but like because I feel like he's his biggest connection is to that alliance. No, like okay. My thing is, one, is the Alliance dead, right? Because depending on who you ask, yes or no, right? Mm-hmm. So let's operate let's under the assumption you're Felicia and Sari, right? Because their games are, like, the most important here for this particular week, right? If it's dead to them, which it seems like it's dead to them, right? Dead Alliance, get rid of him. He's not helping you at all, right? From the perspective of the rest of the professors, maybe it's not the best move, but guess what? They're not the HOH, so I don't care. Um, and then... Secondly, Heisen himself has made himself a target to the entire house, right? Mm-hmm. So if Felicia does get him out of the game, right? Let's say Heisen is the person that leaves by the end of the week, right? Does she not basically get out of this HOH with no blood on her hands and solidified all her relationships, which is exactly what you want to try to do is the week three HOH? I'm also so terrified that if, let's say, Heisen does go then she's got cameron and jag off the block in the house and i can see one of them winning something like a pressure yeah. cooker and the easiest thing for them to do would be but that is why she set herself up and put herself in an alliance with jag so jag knows yes i told you this plan this is what it was. We followed through with the plan. Heisen is gone. We're in an alliance now. Now we working together. It's your yeah, turn. I if you win that. this, I if you win this, that. I that's hope he takes I, it. But the fact yeah. that he just went and told Blue that he wouldn't in the house in the room as he was told he was a nominee and walked out with a seven-person alliance makes me believe he will honor that. That mm-hmm. makes me, that 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 gives me a little hope that he will honor that. Now, Cameron, maybe not, because he really didn't want to be. He fought up until nomination time to not be on the block, and mm-hmm. he was not happy. So I he could Felicia, be one. I think Felicia's initial conversation with Cameron this morning, though, is going to be very, very beneficial for her moving forward because she went into it being like, "I know this is not what you want." However, mm-hmm. comma, <laughs> this is the bigger idea. This is, I don't want you to go home. Whether she wants him to go home or not is is a moot, is a moot point to him mm-hmm. for, like, for this situation. But like to him, she's saying, 
I don't want you to go home in this scenario. I, I think she's done enough with Cameron for now. She's like, mm-hmm. I want you to go, you know, I want Heisem to go, like, be my savior at this point, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say, in the midst of all of the live feed stuff happening right now, uh, new reaction photo unlocked. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like, just in general, I, I don't see how this is bad for her game. I mean, let's say... Worst case scenario, Heisen wins veto, Cameron and Jazz, one of them goes home, okay? At this point, we don't know which one of them it will be. If it's Cameron, Cameron. it would probably be Cameron. Say it's Cameron. Jack is not going to go after Felicia because he has bigger... If it is Cameron that stays over Jag, right? Why would Cameron immediately go after Felicia instead of going after somebody who's got more comp-winning ability on their side? If this was the ball-rolling comp, right... Great, Felicia won the ball rolling comp, but she probably doesn't have as good of a chance to win like BB Comics, for example. You know, trying to be realistic. If they can go after somebody who could win comps like Hysum, maybe somebody like Red, or somebody else who like is more of a like traditional Big Brother comp winner, right? I feel like Cameron would do that because he wants to increase his ability to win comps instead yeah, of going after he ain't going after Red, so I think I think if Cameron stays, and I think if Cameron wins HOH next week, I think he goes after Jag Blue and Bat. Yes, I don't see him because yes. the professors have done enough to insulate him, or mm-hmm. I think he goes after them, or I think he goes after, unfortunately, Bowie, Mimi, or America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Corey, like even Corey too. Don't or don't Corey, let's not yeah. Corey. I think, yeah, I think it would be Corey. The, I think he goes for the safer option because, as far as he is concerned, Felicia has done everything to make sure that she, that he's safe. And if he wins the veto and takes himself down, I think that's done yep. for Felicia. Like I don't think Felicia is going to have any backlash from that Mm-mm. person. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. another hypothetical. Mm-hmm. What if this? Okay, let's say Cameron goes this week. Um, or Cameron doesn't go. Okay, let's just say Heisem stays. Okay. And he finds out about this. Mm-hmm. They, this okay, so this is what happens. This is, well, hold on. This is what's going to happen because Sarif Fields is going to be Sarif Fields and she's going to start Sarif Fielding all through the house. She's going to pull Heisem aside and she's going to say, this is what happens when you come, you talk about the us and talk to us like you did. You, the only reason we turned on you and was kind of get coming after you was because you called us leftovers and you made us feel like you didn't want to work with us and you hurt our feelings. Heisman is gonna feel so bad. Like I wasn't trying. That wasn't my intent. It might not have been your Good intention, like, but right. it's what you said. You right. said that you felt like. Riley split up the house and you were forced to work with us. And we feel like, why should you stay if you feel forced to work with us? Sarif Fields is go Sarif Fields and Felicia's go Felicia. And they go make him feel so guilty about saying that they were leftovers and they couldn't win competitions and all of that see, stuff. I want to see that. And he's going to be like, I am so sorry. That I want my intention. And he is not going to come after them. It's going to be white, slate, clean. I apologize. Yep. Let's work together. That's what's going to happen. about to go be a wall yeller. <sighs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. If, if Heisen somehow 
stage. Like he he doesn't get, or he gets picked for the H the veto and just wins and doesn't use it <laughs> because if he they go try to make him feel like he don't have to and not to put a bigger exactly. target on him. But and that well, that's might what we're laughing at in the storage room. Serena yeah. was like, "Could you imagine he throws it and we backdoor him?" Yeah. Which he's like, I feel comfortable. I, I feel, feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like they I'm don't, here for another two weeks, guaranteed. Guaranteed. He was like, guaranteed. I'm like, oh, bro, you might not even be for the next five days. He's but so oh, comfortable. Geez. He's so he's comfortable. He's going to spend that cheese bud. Because he does. Go ahead, go Logan. No, go ahead, Lana. Sorry. I said because he don't even realize what he said hurt the people in his own alliance. He doesn't even realize in his whole speech of his HOH itis setting in, he doesn't even realize what he said. Like you literally called them leftovers and you were forced to work with them. Why wouldn't they turn on you? Because now you you you've hurt my feelings. And when you hurt my feelings, baby, um I can't play with you. You hurt my feelings now. And um he just I felt like he was so high and mighty in his own world during that HOH reign. He just completely did not use common sense of what he, and think about what he was saying. So, yeah, if he stays somehow, Felicia, Felicia and Sari will get on him and he will, they will smooth it over for them. They go smooth it over for them now. Jag and Blue and I think they're going to be okay. Now, Mimi and the rest Mimi of them. and Bowie and America and Corey. Yeah. Red and Cam. Red, they might be in trouble. But right. you go smooth it over for them. For sure. You about well, to say something? Oh, wait. Before we wrap it up, though. I, I was, to... was going to wrap it up. That's why I was like, I know you have one more thought. So one more ready. thought before you wrap it up, because I can't leave without talking about the matter of it all, because I've been on my Twitter this morning talking about the matter of it all. I love Matt. I adore Matt. I think Matt's a sweetheart, but I need Matt to stand up. You only knew that girl for two weeks. I, you are not in love with Matt. Put that I, shrine in the trash. Throw that shrine in the trash, Matt. I, uh, Do not make no heart shrines with her sunglasses out of Q-tips. You are better than that, Matt. You I've, are better I've, than that. I fell for people for less. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, you we are, you are, are better than that. And not that Riley's like bad, no. but like Get you over are better like, than she's that. out of the game. You knew her for she's two weeks. Gone. She's gone. And she's not interested. Like... She was not even interested in you. Like two weeks. Two stinking weeks. I can see Matt, if you were, I can see if I can see if she was in the house and this was jury and or right before jury and y'all been snoogling and canoodling for three, four, five, six little yeah. weeks. This is they two weeks in the goddamn game. Right. And y'all were not even an official showman. Stand Matt up, girls, Matt. Matt you, goes, I've got a question you. She goes, Oh, like, right. she said, oh, she said, oh, like she is not, she don't want you, Matt. I'm sorry, stand She's up, bro. Stand up, you are better than that. You are so cute, you are a good looking man. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here looking at you, and I'm 40 something years old. I'm like, yeah, you got Izzy in the house who is a yeah. bona fide lesbian, like, hey, sexy, maybe I'm bisexual, maybe I'm not lesbian. Uh, that's, that's what Izzy was saying. Izzy said that. I didn't say that. Izzy said that. But I'm like, baby, I'm 45 years old. And I was like, ooh, look at you, Matt. Hey, yes, you are do. better than this. Stand up, sir. I don't want to see you shed another tear 
over her mm -hmm. because all you need to do right now, they have seen the tears. They have seen you sad. Now you navigate and you move and you get those connections, which he's yeah. doing, by the way, which he is doing because Sari is looking out for him. Felicia is looking out for him. America has come in and said, don't worry, Matt, I got you. I, which I'm like, yes, America, I see you, girl. I see you, girl. Yeah, she's America. standing from the corner always looking at him. Come on, America. Girl, I think America liked him before, but then she was like, oh, but why? She, she never like, yeah, she, but she She's always in the nothing. corner. She would and never... Then, and she and look, did you hear what she said? America's savage, by the way. I just want to put y'all out there. America is savage. If you listen to her little side quotes and side little stuff, she says she slicked by the side of her mouth. She said, Maybe I should put in my goodbye speech to tell Riley that don't worry, I'll look out for Matt. I was like, Girl, oh girl. You so stupid. Uh, I am. I'm. My appreciation for America is upping, upping, upping every week because she is. I think she's finally getting to the point where she's ready to play this game, and she yeah. knows what she got to do. And so I'm like, okay, good. But yeah, Matt, stand up, bro. You are better than this. You are better than this. You can do this. This game ain't go defeat you. Just like life ain't defeat you. You got this. You just got to work a little harder to make things happen for you. But you got this. Riley's gone. She ain't dead. She just went home. She just went home. You can call her afterward. Just stand up, bro. I love you, though. I love Matt. I mm -hmm. love Matt. Um, you just got to stand up. So because it's, since we're about to wrap up, I'm, I just like leaving on a final question just to leave our viewers at home thinking. So I'm going to ask a question because I'm curious to know where everybody's at with it. Um, so, who do you, if you were going to say 100% definitively, this is my guess, who do you think is going home at the end of this week? Um, Heisen. I think the only reason, the only way Heisen isn't gone this week is if his names get pulled out of the box thing. If his name doesn't get pulled out of the box, if his name gets pulled out of the box, he probably wins a veto because he can't throw a competition for his life. And which that last HOH was throwable. He the way he was saying in his confessionals, "Oh, I didn't want to win that." No, you're not convincing me. Shit, you you definitely tried to win that. Anyway, uh, yeah, Heisman's Heisman's gone this week if his name doesn't get pulled out of the box. I will agree because I also think it is very likely. Um, I don't see a world where Jag goes home unless Cameron wins the veto. I mean, even if Cameron wins the veto, Heisem's going to go home. So, like, I don't think Jag's going to go home. I think it's really between Cameron and Heisem. And the odds of Heisem getting picked and winning the veto are really slim. So, I, I'm going to say Heisem. I too will say Heisem because I think. The plan is go plan, and it's going to be the plan that actually nobody flips on. It's not going to be about a flip-flopping around. If he does not play in the veto and win, he's going home. And I think they made him comfortable enough where he feels like he does not need to win the veto, even if he gets picked. So I do believe Heisman is going to be blindsided and go home. I'm going to be messy and say Cameron. <laughs> sure, why not? Jacob? I agree with Heisem. I think Miss Felicia has her like 
she's got her you know her tracks covered with every house guest she made sure that everyone either knows the plan or they don't know the plan and they know the false plan to make sure that they're fed well until they don't know or they find out I also think it's realistically going to be Heisem, but I want it to be different. And so I'm going to say, I'm going to say Heisem wins the veto, doesn't use it. No, he does use it. He takes off Cameron because he finds out that they were trying to plot and get him out. And then random and then Jag goes. No, he takes off Jag. In that scenario, he takes Jag off the block. But then they put Blue up. But then camera still goes. Out. Yeah, and then no, Felicia or uh, Siri's like, we gotta get blue out. Like Jared, sorry, you guys cannot be in the jury house together alone because I'm gonna be in those final two seats and you're not. I know it, so you two cannot be in the jury house. Gag. Wait, wait. After all the talk of we can't pick another woman out the house, we picked two of them out the house. Then they be like, nah, blue can go. Far because of a certain someone getting expelled, we do still have an e- even gender balance in the house, which is nice to see. Yeah, it is actually. Is it even? I thought they were yeah, one behind. No, because three was the seventeenth house. Guest oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It's seven seven. That's which, the- is this like the first time there's been more women than men? No, Big Brother seventeen had the twins and it made it one yeah, extra. That's one true. Extra. For yeah. gore. Big Brother five also had twins, but I don't know if that. I don't remember. Well, they both played separately at one point. So yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, that was a gaggy moment. All right. I, whatever reason, my brain is thinking that Big Brother Five had an uneven number of house guests to begin with. Um, I can't. I must say, I can't go. All, my brain won't let me go all the way back that far to think about it. So, but On yeah, note, yes, yes. Thank you so much for joining us for this lovely end of week two in the Big Brother Twenty Five house. We will be back on Monday to dive into all of the weekend's shenanigans. We will be talking about the Sunday episode. We will be talking about the veto comp, the veto meeting. We will probably know who's going home. But honestly, in this house, who knows? Who knows? So, um, we are truly expecting the unexpected on this season. Uh, but yes, we will be back Monday at 6 Eastern to talk about all of the weekend shenanigans. Then we'll be back Wednesday at 3 Eastern to talk about our pre-eviction shenanigans. And we'll be back next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern talking about the third live eviction of BB25 into pressure cookers. So, so excited. Oh my God. I will probably be so sleepy because oh I will God. not be turning off those feeds until. Hopefully the feeds are like still going. Like it's they still will, going. Right. Yeah, it's still happening. <laughs> still going at the time like if we go live at at noon big brother time on friday and pressure cooker is still happening that'd be iconic if that's, that's happening nice. we will be a live uh pressure cooker uh <laughs> we might go I'll live be, that day i'll be holding my phone up the entire time i'm sorry because <laughs> i will be watching like She'd I mean, like, oh my god! The BB Six pressure cooker is still the longest comp in the history of the show. So. I want to see. I want to see if they can beat the record. Wait, I, 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 my likelihood, I don't no. think they will. Likelihood, no. Production is so about being I'm, on a schedule. I'm scared they're going to be like, we have to get them going. We can't have them. We got to do nominations tomorrow. You know what I mean? Right. I wish this competition was slightly later, where the stakes are higher. 
I know, but like when it's like hitting jury I know, and shit. The beginning of jury instead of it being the wall comp, it could be this. For all we know, it could be. Who knows? With four with four people gone after, at the end of next week, it they could just say, Hey, we're doing an eleven person jury. That would gag me. Or or gag. That would be a thirteen person jury. Never mind. Yeah. Never no, I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, or, no, 11, it would be eleven person jury. No, anyway. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to hit all of the applicable buttons on your video or audio platform of choice saying that you support us because we love your support and we love you. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the Cup Pod for all the most up-to-date cup news and our funny moments because we are some funny bitches. Yes, I'm getting to merch, okay? Get oh, I was up. just doing it for I was doing it with Lewis because Lewis was I was uh, get all your stuff. Link in the description below. And while you're in the description below, go ahead and follow the five of us because we're cool. We're lovely. We're wonderful. And uh, most of us. I'm a bitch. That's a fact. <laughs> Those are facts. We can't. Lewis is here. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, cheers. We'll always make sure to expect the unexpected. The unexpected. Good night, Hustle. Good night, Hustle.